Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, AKA Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. It is me, Kate Flick, back for another week, another episode. Um, This song came into my head right before I pressed record. And when I looked up the lyrics, I was kind of like, "Uh, I don't know if I want to sing this. I was kind of surprised by the lyrics. And, um, but the song was in my head and I wanted to come through, but I think that just looking at the lyrics and if you are so inclined, you might want to look up the lyrics, but you can see the polarity in the lyrics. You can see the dichotomy in the lyrics. And that is what this human experience is all about. Unfortunately, sometimes, and the human experience can involve great suffering. And I feel so much pain right now within the collective and so much suffering which can make you feel helpless it can make a person like me a person like you feel very helpless and anyhow it's just interesting that this song came through in into my head and I wasn't even aware of the lyrics at all until I looked them up and just looking at the last stanza I think that's what it's called stanza says a time to gain, a time to lose, a time to reign, a time to sow, a time for love, a time for hate, a time for peace. I swear it's not too late. And that's how it ends. And it isn't too late. (laughs) And that's what we're being called to do right now is to anchor in a more peaceful frequency on this planet. And there is a lot of suffering happening at this time and that peace that we are all looking for can feel very far away it can feel out of reach but i feel like this song is a reminder that amidst all the extremes the polarity the duality that there is a time for peace 
it's not too late and the time is now. So this song is kind of leading me into what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into today's episode, I just want to let you know that I am facilitating a Tree of Life Reiki, Holy Fire Reiki healing experience this coming Monday at 8 p.m. Atlantic time, which is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 4 p.m. Pacific. And what this experience is, if if you are curious about Reiki, if you are new to Reiki, this is a perfect opportunity to experience the energy. And I mean, if you're an old pro, (laughs) I have lots of people who like to come to these who are Reiki practitioners, Reiki masters themselves. Um, These are just restorative sessions. They're open to everybody and no experience is required. This particular experience is going to help you heal and release any weariness, any heaviness that you have been carrying. And it provides, it's going to provide the participants with the profound gift of rest. And this tree of life, you will be called to rest under this tree. And it is such a restorative experience it can help restore your vitality your life force energy and it really is just an opportunity for you to rest receive and replenish this is going to be the ultimate act of self-care and you will also receive channeled guidance for the group from the akashic records i'll be channeling um, and sharing some of the messages with the group afterwards And so how these sessions, uh, these group healing sessions look are you will sign up, you'll get a Zoom link and you can show up with your camera off if that feels best for you. I love seeing people's faces, but if you prefer to keep your camera off, lots of people do that. So you can do that. You can be set up in your bed, someplace comfy, cozy, have a cup of tea if you want, whatever makes you feel comforted and ready to rest and take care of yourself and you might want to have a journal nearby with a pen or pencil and so I will lead you into a guided visualization and then you will be left to receive healing uh, during the experience and the energy will work with each person individually even though it's a group experience it will work with each person individually and so You will work with the energy for about 20 to 25 minutes. I will call you out of the experience and then you'll have an opportunity to journal anything that came up for you. And then I will open the floor. Usually I'm guided to give the Akashic guidance straight away, but it depends. Sometimes I'm guided to open the group um, up for discussion. But usually I will give my guidance and then if anybody wants to share their experiences, they are welcome to do so. Of course, there's no expectation for that. But when people share, it's always kind of, it's very interesting. And also people can kind of see, make, like make connections between what they experience and what someone else experienced. And sometimes we see common themes emerging. So it's always nice when people can share their experience. 
and then we will close the container. So it usually, you know, it'll probably run about an hour and 15 minutes, typically, depending on if people uh, want to share or not, but it is a beautiful, these experiences are a beautiful opportunity to nourish yourself on all levels and connect with yourself, setting that time aside to just really take care of your spirit. So if you are being nudged towards this experience, if you're kind of feeling curious or interested, then we would love for you to join us on Monday. And if you are not able to attend live, there will be a recording sent out that you can listen to on your own time and view on your own time and receive the healing at your convenience. Reiki is not bound by space or time. So, you know, all of my sessions are done always virtually, um, usually not even on as on zoom. It's usually fully remote. That's the majority of my sessions are fully remote. Reiki, trust me, Reiki is not bound by space or time. You can receive your healing in the quantum field. So whenever, whenever that is convenient to you. So if you want to sign up, you can click the link in the show notes and, I hope to see you on Monday night. So today's episode, I just wanted to chat about what is going on in the world. You know, everybody is aware of um, the horrific events that have been unfolding. And I'm not going to get into any details about it. I'm not discussing you know, what's happening, but I am going to talk about how you can take care of yourself at this time, how you can protect your energies, protect your peace during this very difficult and challenging time. So it's interesting because I've had a few people reach out to me about the October Akashic energy forecast and also about my last forecast on uh, talking about conspiracy theories and there were several messages within those episodes that actually apply to what is going on right now within the collective i'm actually going to take some time right now to read through some of the messages that came through during the october akashic oracle forecast So at the beginning, what was channeling through is everything is changing. We ask you to stay neutral. They say you must remain neutral. You must not react to these situations that continue to pull you in. Stand tall like the oak tree. Remain grounded. Remain rooted in your convictions, standing in your truth. Allowing your words like branches to reach out to those who are willing to listen. It is a time for observation. Do not get drawn into the dramas. Do not participate in the external noise. When the world feels too overwhelming, that is your sign that you must be spending more time in nature connecting with yourself. Disconnect to reconnect. Connecting with Mother Nature allows you to connect with your authentic self. Do not underestimate the healing powers of nature. There will be temptations and pressures to engage in the dichotomy. You need not participate. Continue to find your middle space over and over again. You may feel like you have mastered 
you had this mastered at one point and then you find yourself swept away into the noise, the distraction, the diversion, the chaos. Once again, do not chastise yourself when this happens. Just find your way back to shore and plant yourself in the ground once again. Master the ebbs and flows so you can grow. There's so much potential for new beginnings and opportunities. When you stay rooted, you get to decide. Make your decisions from that grounded place and not from being pulled in by the current. You are recalibrating and learning how to navigate these energies in high-frequency times. You are safe in the eye of the storm. All is well. So that's not all of the messages. That's just some of the messages that I actually wrote down in my notes app. But I feel like these messages really speak to what we are dealing with right now. And it is hard to stay neutral at this time. And I'm not saying what I'm hearing now is we're not being asked to stay neutral with regards to our emotions. It is normal for all of us to feel extreme grief and sadness and pain and outrage when we learn about the atrocities of what is happening due to the conflict between Israel and Palestine. This is not about spiritually bypassing anything. Okay, it, it is important to feel the feelings that are coming up for you because tragedies and events like this in the world, they bring up a lot. They bring up a lot of collective pain and it is so important to acknowledge that. But what is coming through is that we are being asked to remain neutral in that we are not taking sides. We are not pitting each other, you know, one group against another. We are not engaging in the polarity. Just like we talked about last week when we were talking about conspiracy theories and using personal discernment and knowing when something is taking from you more than it is giving, when something is draining you energetically, it may be time to step back. So if you find yourself consuming content related to this conflict and feeling very almost energetically sick, then you may need to set some boundaries around the information that you are consuming. And I think that this can look different for everyone. For some people, it might mean fully disengaging, turning off your social media, unfollowing accounts, because viewing this content relating to the, con the conflict is really damaging for some people. And I know myself, I've had to disengage. Just like I talked about last week, this type of content really, really upsets me and makes me sick, energetically sick. And I've always in the past, you know, in years ago, I felt like it was my, almost felt like this duty that to be an informed citizen, like I needed to, be up on everything that's going on around the world as well as almost 
investing in every tragedy because I felt so deeply for the people going through it. I felt like I almost felt like it was my duty to that almost it's a weird it's hard to explain but I almost felt like by me feeling their pain by watching the content of these tragedies and investing in them that that I was helping in some way and then I realized I don't really know what made me realize that me consuming the content and becoming almost energetically sick from it that wasn't lessening the burden on the people going through the tragedy. Me feeling pain, like I felt like in a weird way that by me just feeling what these people were going through that I was lessening their burden in some way, but that that is not how it works. And somehow I believed that to be true for a period of time. And I don't know if someone told me this or if I some I had some type of aha moment where I realized that me overly consuming tragedy content was making me sick and it wasn't helping the situation. It's this weird thing where I felt like, oh, I'm doing my part. I'm carrying some of their pain, but I wasn't. Unfortunately, that is their path that they have to walk. And there's me viewing content continuously and reading all about the details of it, whatever tragedy it was, was unfortunately not lessening their burden at all. Okay, it was just making me sick. And I feel like there is some highly sensitive, empathetic person out there that needs to hear this today. It is okay to step away. It is okay to disengage. That does not make you a bad person. It doesn't make you an uncaring person to turn off the news, to unfollow people on social media, to skip through a story. That doesn't mean you are an uncaring person. Probably means the opposite. You care too much. I don't know if that's such a thing, but you care so much that it affects you so deeply that you need to protect yourself. You need to set some boundaries at this time and protect yourself energetically so that you can be healthy and you can show up as your best self in your life. Because if you are constantly consuming this content around this tragedy, for instance, if you are a mother, a father, um, maybe... Maybe you're a teacher, you're a nurse, you are any profession. Just think of your jobs, the roles that you play. Are you able to show up as your best self and be open and present and feeling good energetically? Are you able to do this if you are... In this state, this dysregulated state of over-consuming this content, I think of times when I have done that and I'm not present with my kids because I am, my brain is just going over, you know, whatever tragic event it is, I'm thinking about it, I'm reading about it, I'm pulled towards it. And maybe that's why some of us are pulled towards this content. It's keeping us dysregulated. 
and we have this pull to know more and almost like trigger ourselves subconsciously more, keeping us more and more dysregulated. I'm not sure. But what is coming through is that for the vast majority, overconsuming this content is not going to benefit you. Like I said last week, when we talked about conspiracy theories, there are some people who need to talk about this. This is part of their path. This is tied to their purpose in some way. There are individuals who literally, this is part of the contract, okay, for them. Sharing information, perhaps taking on an activist role. Some people are connected to this, but it is up to you to use your own discernment to connect with yourself, your intuition, to know if that is you, to know if this is where you are meant to put your focus and your energy at this time. I have really tried to distance myself um, from this information. As I mentioned in the last podcast, I don't watch the news, but I do get news via Instagram. It inevitably pops up. And at the beginning of this, I happened to see a few videos that came across my feed that were extremely um, horrific. There are no words and I could feel, I could feel it in my body watching these videos. It was just, uh, there are no words. There are no words. And I haven't posted about any of this because I don't have words. I don't have words for what I've watched. I don't, I don't know enough about the history. And to be honest, at this time, I'm following my guidance is that it's best for me to disengage, okay, to protect myself, my energy, protect my peace. I have disengaged from this content. That is my truth. That may not be true for you. So if that doesn't resonate, then you need to connect with yourself and find out what your truth is. What is your truth within this situation? What is your role? What are you being called to do? And as, as I said before, you may be connected to this in some way. And it's about using your personal discernment and investing your energy appropriately moving forward. But if you're like me and you get very, very upset and almost sick from consuming a lot of this content, then what's coming through is be gentle with yourself. Don't feel guilty or shameful. You need to prioritize your mental health at this time. And if you are someone who has always prioritized the needs of others, 
Okay, if you're someone who has always consumed information around tragedies and world events, then prioritizing yourself and your peace and disengaging from this content may bring up feelings of guilt and shame, may make you feel like, does this make me a bad person? Like, does this, does this mean I don't care? And what's coming through is no. <laughs> Again, keeps, I feel like the same message is repeating. You need to protect yourself at this time, okay? And the energies are intense. There's so much division. Groups being pitted against each other and people choosing sides. Like this is, these are themes, reoccurring themes that we continue to see over and over and over again. Think of the last few years, (laughs) How much division, how much polarity, pitting of people against each other. Have you seen these? Like, this is not a surprise. This is not a surprise that we continue to see these themes show up in the collective. But you get to decide. You get to decide to be a neutral observer. You get to decide to find your middle space you get to decide to just stay in the eye of the storm and apparently i said in the october forecast someone messaged me that i had said stay in your bunker i don't remember saying that but (sighs) these are difficult times no one can argue that these are scary times. There's a lot of fear around. There's a lot of uncertainty. And these events around the world, very far away, they affect all of us. Okay. We are all connected. And that's why perhaps many of us feel called to be involved in, and to consume this content because we we feel affected as well. And what hurts, you know, someone far away, it hurts us too. And if you feel called, there are places, there are organizations, I'm sure of it, where you can direct your energy to, to help in some way, to fuel the positive. But over-consuming horrific content online, watching videos and feeling helpless, that is not a productive way to spend your energy. Invest wisely. I know that messages that I'm talking about today are ones that have been coming up already. They came up last week, but I... I'm getting strong guidance that they need to be repeated. Either some people didn't listen to the last podcast or maybe people just need to be reminded because this is happening right now and I'm feeling just the collective grief and how heavy this has been for everyone. Whether you've been personally impacted or not, this is a tragedy that impacts us all. So I received 
some guidance around things that we can all be focusing on right now during this difficult time. And I already kind of talked about the first one is setting those boundaries, setting boundaries around the content that you are consuming and just becoming aware of how the content may be affecting you. Okay. And how you're showing up in the world. Another tip would be, and we talked about this, I think last week, but getting out in nature and grounding. And I know I feel like a broken record, but we all need to be reminded of this, myself included. Allow Mother Earth to hold you. When you are feeling dysregulated by what's going on in the world right now, when you see something triggering, something upsetting, use your breath to bring yourself back into the parasympathetic. Bring yourself out of the stress response. Just use your breath, deep belly breaths. Go out in nature. Go for a walk. Even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, just get out in nature and focus on your breath, breathing in the fresh air and just being in your body. Okay, that is going to help you feel more grounded, okay, and less anxious. Another bit of advice is to focus on creating. And I did a reel on this today on Instagram. Society has conditioned us all to be consuming, okay, consuming things, consumers. <laughs> and many of us have forgotten the importance of creating. And consuming is easier, obviously, because it's a passive act. We're always consuming, consuming, consuming. Feels easier sometimes. The idea of creating something feels very daunting, feels scary. But to get yourself out of constantly consuming in life this information all the time, then it's important to focus on creating. So asking yourself, what's one small thing I can create today? It could be anything. Like it could be making a bracelet, getting in the kitchen, doing know, cooking up a new recipe. It could be creating a post for social media for other people to consume, <laughs> but like it needs to be you creating. Okay. And when you create, you connect with the divine spark within you connect with the divine. Okay. And you can co-create with the universe. And so we are here to be creators. We are all creative in our own right. And so when you find yourself in this loop of just consuming, 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 it becomes a bit of an addiction. It becomes this Groundhog's Day kind of loop that you can't get out of because you're so used to consuming. Step away from your device and go create something. I was also shown that rituals are so important, okay, especially at this time when tragedy occurs, okay, when the collective energies are unpredictable when there's a lot of fear. It is so important to have something to tether yourself to, something that anchors you. And so rituals, having a morning ritual and a nightly ritual will anchor you. They will keep you grounded. Whether it's a ritual around preparing a warm drink in the morning and getting up and drinking it and and perhaps journaling or reading a few pages from a book or 
maybe you have a ritual around getting up in the morning and meditating and I don't know, then going for a walk with your dog. Whatever it is, it can be elaborate, it can be simple, but these rituals provide us with predictability when things feel unpredictable. Okay, they give us stability when things feel shaky and uncertain. So you are being called to anchor into your rituals or create rituals. If you are new to rituals, create a ritual for yourself and show up. Show up for that ritual and engage in that ritual every day. And that is going to help you move throughout your day with more of a sense of calm and peace because it's going to help ground you. And the last little tip that's coming through is to spend more time in silence. Okay, cultivate that mindfulness within your day. And I know myself, even though I have made a conscious effort to step away from content of what is going on in the world right now, I do find myself still consuming a lot of content. Okay, I'm in a course, I like to learn, I'm listening to podcasts. So I have earphones in or earbuds in a lot of the time. And that's kind of a bad habit. Okay, I went for a walk today and I just instinctively put the earbuds in. I'm like, no, I took them out. I'm like, I need to go for this walk in silence. Okay, that is so important right now. That gives you clarity. Okay, you're going to get downloads, information coming through to you. You can connect with your intuition. You, If you don't give yourself the opportunity to have silence in your day, how are you going to hear you know, your inner voice? How are you going to connect with your intuition if you are constantly being bombarded with outside messaging? So create opportunities for silence in your day. And, you know, mindfulness, meditation, breath work. My breath work slash meditation slash self-reiki practice every morning is so important to me. It makes such a difference in my day. It's one of my rituals that really grounds me and anchors me. So focus on creating space for rituals and creating space for silence in your days. It's going to make a huge difference, especially when there's so much going on with the collective energies. So as you move forward today, I just want to remind you that you get to decide. You get to decide where you put your focus and your energy. Do not allow yourself to get pulled into the chaos, the collective chaos. Do not allow yourself to be pulled into the polarity. Just find your middle space. Be a neutral observer. And as they always say, all is well, all is well, all is well. Okay, folks, well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will see you here, same place, same-ish time next week.
Bye.